What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Guess what? Coach Pop just got paid. We'll dive into the lack of contract details supplied by the Spurs. And remember Celtics great John Havlicek, who passed away at the age of 79. Finally, in the hot topic of the day, we'll attempt to find the exact coordinates of the NBA's quote-unquote landing zone. Don't go anywhere because You Don't Know Jack starts now. Hello and welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is Season 2, Episode 16. We're recording on a great, beautiful Thursday afternoon, May 2nd, 2019. May. It's May. It is May. It's beautiful. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird to say that. Yeah. Time is flying by, but you know. I mean, I thought April took a while to get done. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was I was through in April, so. Well, there was a lot going on in April, sports wise, but even more is about to happen in May and June. I, you know what? You know what it is. You're just you're ready for the NFL season. I've been ready. I've been ready for. <laughs> I'm ready for any any football to happen. The Alliance Football League let me down, and I'm pretty sure that arena football is not going to be on anytime soon. So, yeah, I'm stuck. Yes, we're stuck, but there are other sports for us to talk about and to watch, and so that is exciting. You know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion when it comes to sports, but I think that we should sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world, because I don't know and you don't know Jack. Jack. So before we get started, we would like to take a quick uh, moment of silence. Uh, We lost some legends in the sports world this week. Uh, well, one particular legend, um, John Havlicek, great uh, Celtics champion of uh, of the past. He won eight NBA uh, championships with the Celtics over 16 seasons. Uh, he passed away April 25th, last week Thursday, um, at the age of 79. Yes, and, lots uh, of prayers with the family. Yes, uh, absolutely. He's yeah. a Celtics legend. Much like your beloved Paul Pierce. Yes. And um, we'll see if the hopefully the Celtics can kind of use this as some sort of inspiration to to mem- remember him. They already have a patch on their jersey mm. remembering John Havlicek. And yes. hopefully they can um, channel that into, into what they're doing. Yes. W's. Also, Celtics are just yeah, in getting hit today. Yeah, there a lot is going on with that organization. Thoughts and prayers go out to Celtics president Danny Ainge. He is uh, recovering from a mild heart attack. Yes. That happened, I think, today or yesterday, one of the two. So, yeah, so so thoughts and prayers. I mean, this heart attacks are no joke. Um, that job, the stress in that job is no joke. Um, sports in general, when there's money involved, <laughs> is no joke. So... Um, yeah. yeah, continue thoughts and prayers for, for all those involved as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the um, Portland Trailblazers, they also had a big um, 
incident that occurred um shake up for the team there one of their coaches jonathan kim who does a lot of the film review organization and coordination uh, was in a car accident in portland and broke his leg and suffered a collapsed lung he's doing well he's in the hospital he's recovering um, but it was just uh, cool to see the coaches come together and uh, don some some bow ties for game two of that portland versus denver series in uh just trying to support and remember Jonathan Kim, who, who couldn't be there um, and is obviously recovering and, and fighting a battle to to get back to 100 percent. So yes. just want to also keep him in our thoughts. Definitely. Definitely. And with that, we'll get into some shout outs. You know, you make me want to kick my heels up and shout Well, let's shout out some things uh, today. Uh, the great, the legend, the hall of soon to be Hall of Famer, Coach Greg Popovich, Popovich, Pop, Pop, Popovich, Pop, Popovich, uh, is going to be a spur for a little while longer. The seventy-year-old uh, uh, coach that has won what six championships? Uh, I think it's five, five, five yeah. or six championships. Um, he has signed an extension for the next three years to be the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. However, and listen carefully, folks. However, the Spurs, as the classiest organization that they are, they have been, even though they have not gotten the classiest players. Because I'm talking to you, Manu, and uh, <laughs> Bruce, and uh, Tony Parker, and uh, Tony Parker, and, <laughs> and uh, there's there's another one I'm missing. Uh, I like Tim Duncan, so I'm not gonna keep him. I'm not gonna name him. Uh, but there's another one I think I'm missing. But that classy organization with non-classy uh, uh, players. Anyways. Uh, they are letting him go out on his own terms. So basically, the, it's a three-year extension um, for his contract, but he's basically on a year-to-year -year, uh, basis for the next three years. So basically, after this upcoming 2020 season, he will reevaluate his his stance and what he wants to do. If he wants to retire, he can retire. If not, he can come back the next year and coach. So I mean, just a classy move for the organization in general. Um, the, of yes. course, the terms of this extension have not been disclosed because, you know, the Spurs are very in-house. They keep their stuff in-house. This is why they win a lot of uh, games, series, and, and, and finals. But, they are a classy organization. A classy. Class, yes, first cla class. First class organization with third class players. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just going to keep saying that. Like it's, I, I, I never liked the Spurs – when uh, Manu was playing, when those when those guys, only, like I said, the only person I liked on the team was uh, when David Robinson was playing, loved him. Tim Duncan was playing, loved him. Sean Elliott, my boy. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's those are only only real players, the only real players on on that team that I, I uh, respected 
Robert Ory was on that team for a little while, but I really didn't respect him because he, he, he rode on the coattails of a lot of people. So, um, <laughs> Hey, he had know. some big shots. Well, he also knocked out Steve Nash. So, yeah. I don't know. That was, those are troubling years for troubling. Robert Ory. But, troubling hey, years, but he got seven. He got seven. So, uh, greatest player of all time? I think yeah. not. I think not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just a classy move by the organization. Um, I'm I'm very happy for for Greg. He deserves it. He's had a, a an amazing run, and every every almost every year he's he's coached there. He's taken them to the play at least the playoffs. So I'm just I'm just very excited for him, and uh, hopefully he can he can end his career as a coach on a very good note. Uh, one also. Quick note: The Olympic basketball team will be coached by him as well, so Good. that is going to be uh, in in uh, 2020 in Tokyo, and I think the 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 FIBA FIFA FIBA FIBA FIBA, FIBA uh, uh, Cup is going to be n- n- this summer, I think. Yeah, it summer? it's so, it's probably this summer. Yeah. A lot of times it happens right like right before. Yeah, I think it was, I think it's this summer in 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 July or or, uh, or August, one of those two. So. Yeah, just a lot of basketball coming up for this guy. He's he's deserved it. He's you know one of the best to to, to do it, and uh, it's a great honor for him. So I'm I'm excited for him. I really am. Yeah, absolutely. Go uh, go pop. I mean, obviously this gives him a lot of leeway to kind of choose if he wants to stay. Uh, he lost his wife last year, so I'm sure yeah, that's, that's weighing that's heavy on his mind. Definitely. And so yeah, definitely. Five-time NBA champion, three-time NBA coach of the year, four-time NBA All-Star game head coach, and like you said, he will be coaching Team USA next year in the Olympics. Amen. Pretty awesome. Yes. Oh man, so this is a, a re- weird contrast. Uh we got 70-year-old Pop and then we got 22-year-old, I, I believe he's 22. Yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vladimir. This guy, obviously his pops played in the majors, had a great career. Is this he is Russian? One of, no. Or is he, or is he, uh, or is he like um, Latin? He's Latin. He's Latin? Okay. Canadian-born Dominican. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure his dad... 250 pounds. Wow. Yeah, this dude is huge. 6'2", 250, 20 years old, making his debut. He's been I didn't killing they, it in the minors. I didn't know they they made uh, uh, baseball players that big. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aaron Judge, right? Big big poppy. Exactly. Huge. So, Well, you know what's funny? I don't know how tall big poppy is. They uh, call him big poppy mainly uh, yeah. for his weight, I think. <laughs> I, I don't uh, – <sighs> Six three. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is a they didn't have. Tall guy. They didn't have his weight though. They didn't have his weight though. Yeah. I'm, that's undisclosed. That's undisclosed. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. A, he was. A, he was just. We'll just say he was a heavy hitter. Yes. That's what he said. Absolutely. Uh, so Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had his debut for the Toronto Blue Jays uh, last week, uh, April 28th, against the Athletics, and he ended up hitting um, only one hit, but it was an important hit. It was a double to give the. Um, Toronto Blue Jays the the lead and then the eventual win. Yes, so major yes. shout out, congrats to Vladimir Guerrero Junior. Good roll of the R, Guerrero. I try sometimes, man. You know, Vladimir, you gotta try. gotta put the R. Yes, Vladimir Guerrero Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, right? It really is. Too many R's. Too many R's. Can't do it. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. 
All right, with that, we'll get into, I, I think this is honestly one of my favorite segments. You like it? Yeah, I really do, because it helps you catch up on things. I, anything about disseminating knowledge, I love. Well, thank and you. And that's what we do. That's well, what you, you do, Hugh. Nah, I'm just saying, thank you. you this, was your, this was your idea. Not this particular segment. Not this one? No, I, I'm pretty sure it was you. It was me? Or was it me? I think it was or you. Or was it you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep them guessing, because a show has no name. Ooh, see, we're going to get into another entertainment conversation. We, got, we have to. We have to. <laughs> you want to do it now? Let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Game of Thrones. Oh. Everybody's talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, my goodness. Who, hey, we sh- okay, let's, let's, let's give this to the audience. <laughs> Who do you think will win in a, a most epic battle ever in life? The, the Night King or Thanos? Oh. So, did you see the tweet from the... Um, the oh man, the directors of Marvel, of uh, not Marvel, Avengers Endgame. No, I didn't. What's up? So the Russo brothers tweeted out a um, uh, an image that somebody created where it was the Night King versus uh, Thanos, Ooh. and they were like, "We really, really want to see this." We, I would definitely want to see this. That is that is killing. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Now, I mean, obviously, Thanos has the advantage in terms of uh, reach and height and well, weight. Uh, also, you're forgetting one of the biggest things, the uh, the Infinity Stones. So, <laughs> okay, we'll see. That That's cheating, right? But uh, then again, how are you going to kill somebody? something that's already dead? Like, that's true. That's that, I mean, how are you going to wipe something away that's already dead? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Yes. That, you're right. You're right. Because that's the thing. If, if Thanos has the Infinity Stones and he snaps his fingers... Does he even dissipate? Like I, I don't even. Does know. he just laugh at him? I don't <laughs> like even I don't. Know. Well, he, I'm not gonna give away the episode because people still probably haven't watched it. No, but well, I haven't it, watched it officially, but it would be I'm the most up. epic battle I've ever seen. Although, he said Thanos is bigger, and um, yeah. So I don't. I don't know because that's the thing. Like when somebody is quote unquote dead, how do you kill them? <laughs> So no. like the Night King has a, a real chance here. A real chance. I mean I mean, I don't know. I just I wanna give it away so bad, but I can't okay. I just can't. All right, before we get into We're spoilers, done. we'll move on. We're done here. We'll move on to what did you miss? Uh what did I miss? What did you miss? What did I miss? Yes. During the week of sports. So what last did I miss? Week. What what did you miss? What did I miss? Wh- okay. <laughs> I I think I missed it, right? Yes. Okay. But it's fine. <laughs> we'll get it to what did I miss? There you go. What did I miss? What did I miss? So I missed this. <laughs> I will say that I did not know that Tiger Woods was planning to attend the White House um, on Monday. Yes, I saw that. It came across my wire at, actually at work where I get most of my information. <laughs> Yes, but at break time, exactly. I, I don't, I don't, at I don't do, time. I don't do very clearly when I'm on the clock. I, I do work, but at break time, I look through my news feeds and I'm like, oh, Tiger's going to uh, to the White House. Now, I will say this: there are some people that are gonna be really upset with Tiger. I will tell you that, and I don't know why they would be upset with Tiger because guess what? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta be an olive branch, man. We gotta extend the olive, olive branch. We can't be we can't be these type of people that's like, oh, you're gonna see that guy. No. Tiger, this is a great honor. Go for it. Do what you gotta do. Get mm-hmm. honored because this is your one of your this is this is your your what is it, your fifteenth? Your fifteenth or fifth major. Fifteenth major. Fifteenth major. major. This yep. is this is and the and the first since two thousand five. Like, live it up. I even, I even saw another another uh, uh story over my feed that 
Tiger has a yacht, first of all. It showed where oh, yes. it, it showed oh, where yes. it was, but I didn't pay attention to that because I stopped. Tiger, I said Tiger's Tiger Woods, uh, yacht, blank, 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 blank. I was like, I was done <laughs> after yacht. I was like, he he has a yacht. He had you at yacht. He had me a yacht. Yeah. Is it a little yachty or a big yachty? I didn't know. I didn't see the yacht. That's a bad joke. It's okay. I, I, it's okay. <laughs> That's a bad joke. I didn't joke. see the yacht. That was, that was for the young millennials out there. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, don't what know. is a yachty? I don't know. Apparently, it wraps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't I, and it um, has dreadlocks. Oh. Yeah. It's a, a yachty? Yeah, a little, little yachty. Oh, little yachty. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. I was oh, like, okay, you got to put okay. a little in front of it. I know what little. I don't know what yachty well, I, was. I said, was it a little yachty or a big yachty? I, I mean, I didn't know. I, you got to put a little yachty. Then that doesn't make sense. That, see, that makes sense to me. It, like I said, it was a bad joke. <laughs> well, I'll probably take this out. And it won't even be in there. <laughs> oh man, no, I think this is great content. Great content. Content. Yes, that's what it's all about. It's all about name content. of the game. Yes, and I, I think honestly, Tiger Woods visiting the White House, like you said, not a huge deal. I don't. I don't know. A lot of people say that it's possible that when you visit the White House, you get to ask questions to the president that you've been meaning to ask. So hopefully Tiger has some meaningful questions that he wants to ask uh, Donald Trump about. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump has some questions he has to ask Tiger Woods as well. (laughs) (laughs) If you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't even want to know what their locker room banter is like. (laughs) Yeah. um, that's Locker room banter is the correct term because that's all it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Those two. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. This is despicable. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, uh, I'm not, I don't, we don't judge people here. You just, it's just, it's it's fun to 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 put to to you know make a light of it a little bit, but I'm just I'm so happy for Tiger Woods. Like, like this is this is something that he's needed after what he's been through, uh, 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 by choice and not by choice. You know, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, and the fact that he's gone through so many injuries and has come back, he's come back, bounced back, and nobody believed in him. Yep. Um, and to come back and and win a win a win a a major. After after all these weird years, man, it's crazy. Yes, yes, absolutely. Good for him. Congrats to him. And uh, I will definitely look up the highlights of that just to see if anything interesting was said or anything interesting happened. I, I to be honest with you, I had no idea that golf players were invited to the White House for winning their Masters. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know any sports was invited to the White House because that was not a thing until what uh, Bush did it. Yeah, Bush started it, and then uh, it just it just well, carried on to tr- the tradition. It's happened throughout the years. It just was never like publicized given, like it was. Yeah, and it wasn't like every sports team and yeah. everything. Like it was usually special occasions. Well, I'm, now I want to see you underwater basket weaving. Uh, see, that's the thing. Like, where do you stop? <laughs> I do not want to see the greatest ping pong players meeting the president. I do. What? <laughs> It'd be unless, crazy. Unless they challenge the president to ping pong, that would be cool. I mean. What I mean, our tensions between China are so high right now. <laughs> Only a <laughs> ping pong match will be able. <laughs> exactly. To save us. What, what if what if they're like? Uh, well, guess what, Mr. President? Um, well, here's what we'll do. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna challenge you to ping pong, and if if you uh, if you lose, then you have to withdraw all your troops from the Chinese Sea, and uh, you can't you can't look at any of our operations. And if you win, then uh. we will give you. That island, that that man-made island that that we made, and all of our resources in the Chinese Sea and all of yes. our power. Yes, that'd be so dope. 
But then people would cheat. Yeah. And it'd be there crazy. You, now you would have like deflated ping pong balls. But then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, something then, weird would happen. And you'd be having the Chinese spy on uh, on on the on the playbook. Yep. Of uh, of America, this he likes to he likes to hit overhand. So you in this situation, yes. or this that and the other, like we're just making jokes of the Patriots. Yeah, we were talking about the it's Patriots fine. and uh, okay. the pregame. So yes, it's fine. Yeah, still kind of bitter. I, at least for me, I'm I'm kind of bitter that they've won all these championships. But we won't we won't go there. We won't go there. <sighs> it's gonna take us down a bad right, a, a old path, town bad road. Path, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Are you, are you gonna ride? Are you gonna ride your horse down that old that uh that, down that, that old town road? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Ride until I You'll can't take no your more. Horse to the old town road. Yeah. yeah. Ride until I can't no more. <laughs> Is that what is that what the kids are listening to these days? That's what they listen to. Can't nobody tell me nothing. <laughs> because it's been on the top, it's been on top charts for like a, a good uh, a good month. Yeah, absolutely, and it's probably the like uh, motto or the uh, official song of the Bills Mafia at this point. They've, Bro, um, great segue. I oh yeah, my I, goodness. I, <laughs> Although Bills, is that a horse? Is that what? Is that a horse? Bills a horse, right? No, Bills, Buffalo, Buffalo. buffalo. It's a Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you can ride a Buffalo. So, sure, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, yeah, you know, it's all good. It's uh, fine. Well, actually, it, you're right on because the Bills Mafia, all the tailgaters that go to um, uh, to Bills games, no, they we are call known. Dodo heads. Yeah, honestly, dodo heads. you're you're absolutely right. They are just absolute idiots. If you see them on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, they're always doing something crazy. Go like crashing through tables. It's very sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Cause, Snoopy. Because <laughs> on top of that, like you got to think that the Bills are not a good team. So they're trying to entertain themselves somehow. <laughs> well, they'll get better because they got their quarterback of the future. Ah. They did. Okay. Okay. And I actually don't know who that is, so I'm me excited. Me neither. I just, I, just, I just know that they were doing – is it Josh? It wasn't Josh Rosen. It was the other guy. Allen, Josh right? Al, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got hurt, right? He did during the season. They didn't draft a quarterback. Not this year. Okay. Not this okay. year. Not that I don't. Not that I thought. Got to okay. go back to the draft board. But yes, and we will do that coming up. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Bills um, have incorporated a new tailgate. Oh my gosh! Let me try that one more time. Tailgating policy. Yes, tailgating policy for um, all of the crazy fans out there. Hopefully, this will keep them a little more in line because yes. we just don't want to see injuries. Like this is not about you know squashing anybody's fun. We just don't want people to get injured or potentially well, die. Well, the, the the way that I understood the the policy was the fact that they're trying to they're tr- they're trying to congregate all the idiots in one place. So <laughs> basically, what they're doing is, you know, it's the people that 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 group together and ride on a bus and they get there and they do some stupid stuff. So they're tra- basically trying to make sure that once you're in, once you get to that area, you're 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 confined to that area, and you do your stupidry in that area, and uh, and leave the rest of the fans out of it because you know they get into fights. We've seen videos where they got in fights. Uh, people were just just doing unspeakable acts to each other. <laughs> there was, oh, yeah. there was, oh yes. there was a lot of videos about that, um, <laughs> um, and I'm talking about. This is a family friendly show, so we're not gonna we're not gonna hound on that. Yes, but, we don't have to um, go into it. But there's just so. there's just so many things that uh that that the the Bills Mafia just just they need they need to calm down. It's yes. it's not that serious. It's, it's not that it serious. really isn't. And it just makes me wonder what's going to happen when they actually win 
You know, if, That's if they're be worse doing than this, what Philly did, exactly, turn their city upside down. Exactly. And I'm a Philly fan, and I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, I just I don't get it. Why would you do that? Why would you destroy your own city? Destroy the city of the pers- the team that you. No, actually, don't destroy any cities. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's clean <laughs> if up. If you're the gonna city. destroy some, destroy your house. Perfect example. Yes. Please, please. If you feel the need to destroy, destroy your own home. And then your see own how badly you're going to have to repair it in the morning. Yes. And so you will you learn a lesson. You will never do that again. Yeah. And flip your own car. Just, just do it. Just, <laughs> just flip your car. Set it on fire. Do something of that nature and see if you don't learn a lesson in the morning when you are, are hung over while you're yes. waking up and trying to figure out how you can get to work. Exactly. Because get, you're not going to get to work. Yep. Get Mikey, get Johnny, get all the guys that you were watching the game with exactly. and, and flip your own car exactly. and see what happens. I just I really don't get it. Like, w- imagine if they put all that energy into cleaning up the city. Bro. <laughs> like, like afterwards, on, uh, we got to – okay, everybody spill popcorn. Everybody grab a broom. Let's grab a broom. <laughs> bring it to the forefront. We're going to clean the stadium ASAP after, after the Super Bowl win. All this confetti needs to go. Into the trash. That's what we should do, man. We should start clean up um, parades. <laughs> you think it will catch on? I don't no, know if it will catch on. absolutely not. I don't think it will catch on. But, you know, hey, maybe we'll get free tickets to all the championships. Probably not. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, this, A man this, can dream. This, 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 <laughs> yes, you are, because this is the NFL we're talking about. They're not giving free to anything. True. True. Although, I did hear at the draft that uh, a fan, two fans got free tickets, free seasonal tickets for life. I believe it was, or for 100 years, wow. or something like that, to their favorite teams. So That's awesome. You know, that they won, they really won cool. tickets for – That could have been us, man. Could have been us. Could have been but us. We had, to get, we had to go to the paid thing for that. Uh, it would have been in the free – they're not going to give free stuff away to free To, free to events. the free people. <laughs> <laughs> people in the free events. Like, it's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's what they really should do. I mean, I, like they needed it, right? You know if what? you pay just, for the event, you don't need it. I just need I just need uh, the NFL. Just, don't even give me the tickets. Just – just pay my student loans. Just pay everything off. I'm, I'm good. Dude, there's a new TV show where that pays off your student loans. I should get on that. Yes, man. I think it's called like Paid in Full or something like that. Is it TBS? I think it's TBS. Yeah, TBS. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw it. Yeah. How do Pretty I get cool. on that? Do I have to have a certain amount of loans? Um, Probably. Okay. You probably have to have verifiable student loan debt. Oh, I definitely okay. have verifiable that. <laughs> it's verifiable all right. Just ask the government. Exactly. <laughs> Just, oh, just, man. just get, just give my name, and they'll pop up. Oh, he owes about uh, forty-five million dollars. Um, so yeah, he's gonna need your help. Yeah, equivalent to Quick. twenty years of his life. Quick, nah, like <laughs> ninety-nine years of his life. It's ninety-nine. A life, it's a life sentence. Life sentence. <laughs> it's student loans. <laughs> That's it. It's a life oh sentence. man. Oh man. Okay, so we're we're off topic, but it's way okay. off topic. <laughs> but oh, we're gosh. we're coming back. We're coming back around. Unfortunately, to a very sad topic. Uh, Tyreek Hill. We talked about it last week. I felt kind of like he was going to potentially get off because they said that uh, there was no – they were not going to bring charges. The judge right. said they weren't going to bring tr- charges. Well, there was no – there was no uh, – there was evidence uh, – the, the, the quote was there was evidence of a crime but not enough evidence to indict or convict. That's been happening a lot lately. But now they have evidence to convict. <laughs> Yeah, they like, reopened the case just like that. I don't know if you heard the video. I haven't heard the video, but I've I've read articles about it, and it's really really disturbing. Yes, it is disturbing. I haven't heard the actual audio, but I did read about it and what was said. And um, you know, it's everybody disciplines their their children different ways. Some people don't use any physical uh, force. 
<laughs> my 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 parents did. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Tore that a, lot, <laughs> a lot of parents uh, believe that spare the, the 80s and 90s. for the child. Yes, yes. Yeah. Back in the 80s and 90s, back in the good old days when they, they went out there and got the, they got the switches and the belts and all that. Yeah, man. You know, there's a really good discussion about this. Like, do you see, if you have a daughter, do you see yourself disciplining your daughter? Like physically hitting your daughter? Really? Yes. Okay. I think a lot of... It's debatable. Sh- a lot of guys are saying, no, I don't know if I could. I could probably lay hands on my son, but not my daughter. No. I, and, and so that's interesting. All my children are going to get I'm going to get these hands. But if you're out of line, you, you, you're 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 going to get uh, discipline. Here's the thing about here's the thing about uh, uh, spankings and all that. It brings a tangible uh, 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 consequence. Uh, yeah, you're good. You're going to feel the pain immediately. Yep. So my thought process is, if you feel the pain immediately after you do something wrong, you're not going to feel the pain later on when you when you decide to do something stupid. Because the pain yes. in life is not going to come till later. Yep. It's not going to come like if you do something crazy out in out in society, like say you 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 rape or murder somebody, you're not going to get caught immediately. Yeah. It's not going to be immediate. They got to find you first. Yep. When they find you, that's when your life is over. <laughs> so before it gets to that point, when you think about doing something stupid like that, you're going you're gonna to feel my hand <laughs> on your backside, and all you're going to do is say, I don't think I'm going to do that because that pain hurts. This pain might be a little bit worse. So Yeah, you know, it's, it's really you're hitting uh, right on the head. It's all about the fact that I, I am going to spank my kids potentially with love, right? Yes. You know, if they need a spanking, if they need that correction or discipline, I'm going to do that with love and try and uh, having the heart of a teacher and right. somebody's trying to correct their behavior. Right. Because the cops, when they get a hold of you, they're, they're not going to love you. They're not going to. Yeah, they're, they're going to make sure. Cu- slap the cuffs on you. Oh, man. That, that brings up a whole nother, another conversation about what the cops did to that one kid at the high school. Did you see um, that video? I try to actively avoid stuff oh, like that now. Man. People made me uh, upset with the whole thing, and so I had to I had to distance myself from from that because I'm it's not like I'm not advocating for change. Yeah, it's just a simple fact that you're going around in circles with people that don't necessarily care. Yeah, so yeah. I had to, I had to be like, okay, if this is not this is not going to help me personally. It's not going to help them. So I I just I left those things alone. Yes, no, I I agree. I agree. Sometimes it's better just to. Hold your head up high and, and move on along. Um, I don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to be able to do that because I believe he's been cut, right? No, he's been he's he's not cut yet, as of what I saw. He's been removed from activities from the team. Okay. So basically, okay. on a suspensionary basis, um, they're 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 um, they are contemplating putting him on the uh, 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 commissioner's exemption list. Mm-hmm. So, which makes which will make him ineligible for any NFL activities until they resolve the issues that are going on. Um, but my question is, does he deserve a second chance? Because Adrian Peterson got a second chance for See, almost there doing you go. the same thing. There you go, and that's where it's kind of like, ah, man, I don't know. I think he does deserve a second chance. A lot of that is disturbing. The idea that you're going to punch your child at yeah. this. Although, oh I mean, man, well, I you, if you look at it, uh, there are people in the NFL that have punched women and are still playing, abusive yeah. to women, still playing. 
Uh, and it's very uh, important alleged- to point out that it's just it's not just the NFL. This is everywhere. Yes. We just don't hear about it. Right. If you're high profile, like Tyreek is, yep. Tyreek is high profile. Like we'll, we would hear this with celebrities. Yeah. If a celebrity, and we've heard celebrities before, do these kind of things, and you hear it. But yes. this happens nonstop in in civilian called civilian life because uh, I I know several people that have been. Uh, uh, put through the ringer, and they're just normal people that broke broke people like me. <laughs> well, I mean, domestic violence is whether it be against your spouse or your kids or whatever. Um, that is one of the number one calls that police officers get every day. Right. So, you it's know, sad. it's very yeah, it's very clear that this is a problem that we have. Um. Not only in sports, I think sports athletes are highlighted a little more because of the fact that obviously they're celebrities and then they're also some of the strongest, most most athletic people in the world. Yeah. Um, but that's that's no excuse for us to treat them differently. No. Like we, we should hold them to the same standard. You always talk about the whole drug policies and how we should uh, uh, apply those policies to owners and general managers Everybody. and staff. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Across the board. So... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. We will see what happens with Tyreek Hill. I think he deserves another chance, but he definitely, I think he's going to get suspended, and he probably should get suspended. Whether or not that's six games or whatever, we'll see. Well, there's there's a lot of of um, uh, articles out there. There's one article that I saw uh, went hard, went ham on him, uh, saying that he doesn't deserve to be in the league anymore if if the if the Chiefs choose to keep him on the team, then that shows how how awful the organization is. This, that, and the other. I'm just like, so what? Like I said, what was Adrian Peterson when he came back into the league? What was Jameis Winston when he came back into the league? What was, uh, uh, what is it, the Marcus Lawrence or Randall Randy Gregory when he Randy came back Gregory, into the league? Yeah, uh, and, you know all these other other athletes that have gotten uh, accused. I mean Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, yes. all mm-hmm. these Ray Ray Lewis, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, exactly. All these players, all these high profile athletes who got a second chance. This guy has been documented of having issues like that, but he's not had anything of this magnitude until now. So, at this point, this is technically his first offense. Wait, did he have something with a girlfriend in college? I, I think so. This is, but it's his first offense. With this kind of like, I don't know if it's like. Uh, 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 you know, to that extent, because it wasn't publicized. It wasn't publicized very, yeah. very highly in, in the college. So yeah. I don't know. I just I think if you're gonna give all these other guys a shot and they claim to have changed, I haven't heard a, a peep from Adrian Peterson since then. I haven't heard a peep from Jameis Winston since then. Since then, yeah. Uh, I haven't heard. Well, Randy Gregory's out the league, so we know what he's. You know what he's been doing. <laughs> he's doing uh, MMA exactly. <laughs> so we know what he's been doing, but like. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, you got to you you got to you know they're they're young. These are young guys you're talking about. Yes, this is not an excuse. Yeah. Uh, they need to be held accountable, but at the same time, you need to understand that there are people that just make stupid decisions. They need help. They don't need to be ridiculed. They don't need to be this, that, and the other. They need the help that they deserve, but they still deserve to have a shot. Yeah, absolutely. I think to completely take his career away is is rough. I don't I don't know if he deserves that. Um, but yeah, it, it, man, I just, I just don't know how people grow up, how they, uh, receive dif- discipline when they were younger. 
a lot of times you just hear like this is how I was disciplined and look how I turned out. Right. And so it's kind of like they just pass that on and I don't know. It's rough. It's it's not a good look. I'll tell you that. It's not a good look for the Chiefs because of what happened with Kareem Hunt earlier this season. Right. So um I don't, we'll I don't know. And I will tell you this, Andy Reid is a very forgiving person because of what everything be. his son went through. Yeah. But you know, his son passed away after he multiple relapses. So yeah. it's kind of like does he have a different stance now with giving people chances? Or right. I don't know. I don't know. We'll know. see. We will see. Uh, anyways, with that, we'll get into the headline news of the week. Daily Headline. So, headline news of the week. We are going to recap a little bit of the NBA playoffs. Just real quick. Um, Game two of the NBA playoffs. We skipped game one because, you know, we're going to talk about, we're going to come full circle to game one. In a couple of in a couple of a uh, couple of minutes, but game one is really just a feeling out period. Nothing really significant happens usually in game one. Oh, there's one. something significant enough to talk about in the hot topic, so we'll get to that. <laughs> true, but true. Um, and uh, Boogie Cousins last round did get knocked out in game one. This is true. So, um, but the most significant storyline between the the Rockets and the Warriors is the fact that Steph and Harden got hurt. <laughs> Like almost simultaneously in the same quarter, um, I think they they were out in the first quarter, uh, early in the game. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, I think I don't know if I don't know who got hurt first, but Steph Curry uh, allegedly had a, a dislocated finger. Um, allegedly, allegedly. Cause <laughs> Why do you know, say allegedly? Because I don't know. I don't know how substantiated that is. Because you know how people make. <laughs> I keep thinking whenever I, I see this, I keep thinking about the whole Paul Pierce thing. Paul <laughs> Pierce allegedly hurt his knee and came back and 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 destroyed whoever they were playing. So allegedly, like uh, 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 Steph Curry got hurt and came back, and you know he he was fine. So yes, you know if well, I they, if they I didn't wrap up his finger, I will say that. Yeah, I mean it was taped to another finger, and I, that's that's usually the sign that. Something major has happened because you you know you need that freedom, but it was his guide yes. hand, so that that made it a little bit better. Uh, James was not as lucky. <laughs> James got poked in the eye, both eyes actually. By, <laughs> by you Dr- guessed it, <laughs> Draymond, Draymond Green. Green. Exactly. So, uh, so I, okay, this actually goes to what I was talking about like a year or two ago uh, with the whole Zaza Pachulia thing. Mm. I still think that Draymond causes more crazy, weird, awkward injuries than Zaza ever did. I mean, I agree with that to an extent, but I don't think Draymond is necessarily meant to do it, except for the fact he he hits people in the nuts. That's that's about that's that's about the most intentional thing you could do. Like, I don't think Draymond when he comes down when he, when he tries to guard people, he doesn't intentionally try to try to hurt them. I I, I really yeah. don't think that. I don't think he's that that so much you think of a dirty. dirty. I think Zaza's a little bit dirtier than Draymond. The dirt. okay. I, I okay. do think so. I can see that because uh, Zaza, he's not as athletic. He doesn't. He can't. He can't depend on his his footwork, his skill, all that kind of stuff. Draymond actually has footwork. He uh, 
He is very athletic. He's skilled for a four, a stretch four, stretch five guy. Yes. Um, he can he can defend on his defense. So he doesn't need, necessarily need to do to scrap to be, uh, um, uh, to be a, a great defender. He can just depend on on his athleticism. Yeah. Zaza can't do that. Zaza no, has not to. At all. Zaza has to pull, tug, push. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, do anything he can to stay in front of you. So yeah. Uh, that's that's my thought on that. Okay, no, I can see that. I can see that. But, yeah, Draymond, no matter what, if you're playing Draymond, I feel like you're going to get an elbow or get kicked or apparently get scraped in the eye. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've played against some people like that, and I actively try to avoid them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to just shoot the three. And go you know what? It. I'm just going to pass it. Like, I don't feel like I don't feel like getting a, <laughs> I don't feel like getting a, a collapsed lung trying to uh, get away from you. So, nah, it's not going to happen. But – yeah, it, it's Harden still still feeling the effects. He's still feeling pain um, from the last time I saw the reports. Um, he's still feeling his 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 vision has improved, which is another thing. This they he they said that his vision was was uh, kind of kind of messed up through that whole thing. The yeah. guy finished with twenty nine points. In the that's game. what I'm. That's what I'm saying, and we'll we'll get into the fouls and everything like that. But yeah, if twenty nine points, your vision's messed up. I think. That's it's, a baller it's clear right there. that he is a top 10 talent in the league right now. That's a baller right there. Yes. Um, yeah, but that, that was one of the biggest storylines. The next storyline that we had, uh, Kyrie did not show up <laughs> in the first game. He did not. Yeah, he really. Uh, in the second game, sorry. Not the first game. Game yeah, two. He really laid, I want to say, a goose egg. It was close. And it was. It was designed. It had the same design as goose egg. It just. Yeah. The the one side curved in a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. And it's for Kyrie. It's kind of like, you know, if you're not scoring twenty points or more, they're not going. Did win. you even like? Why did you lace them up? Right. That's how I feel about Kyrie because Kyrie can score with the best of them. We in talk about buckets. James Harden being a top ten player. Kyrie is close to a top ten player, if not a top ten player. I put him a top twenty. I wouldn't put him at. Uh, actually, I, I, yeah, I could see him as top ten. That means he's, you got to put he, Steph in your top ten. He's then. he's one he's one of my he's he is he is okay. As far as point guards go, he you know I'm very biased when it comes to my point guards. You know who's number one in my book? Yeah, of course, Russell. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Even though he's he's disappointed me for the past three years, it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so is Kyrie above Chris Paul? Definitely above Chris Paul. Yeah, exactly. Definitely above Chris Paul. Uh, um, is he above Damian Lillard? No, really. I, I for after what I've seen from wow. Damian Lillard, for after what I've seen from Dame, from Dame Dollar, I, I, I feel like I feel like Kyrie is like two B. So well, I think because of Kyrie's injuries, yes, that makes sense. But Kyrie already has a ring, so it's kind of this like, is true. This you, is why I can't. This is why I can't. I can't really put. Uh, uh, Dame so far ahead of Kyrie because Dame doesn't have a, a, a ring. He's not going to get a ring this year. Um, he's going to have to go to a team to uh, that, that's as good to get a ring. But Kyrie, Kyrie has better handles. Kyrie can finish better around the rim, and he has the highest win percentage in postseason exactly. history. Exactly. So I mean, but that's why. But I just like I like da- uh, Damian Lillard's like killer instinct. I feel like yes. they, they, I feel like Dame can has the potential to be more clutch than than Kyrie if he was on a better team. Yeah, but Kyrie is. I would oh, argue Kyrie's a clutch, clutch. As, yeah, just as Kyrie clutch. is clutch, clutch. But 
I mean, just just the fact that Dame, he he has to he has the range of Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. He has the he has the 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 smarts and the, and, and the abilities of like uh, point guards of yesteryear, like Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, like John Stockton. Like he's just <laughs> he, he's just a beast. And so I I just can't I just can't put Kyrie that far ahead of of Dame Dalla. So okay, I don't know. okay. But, yeah, either way, Kyrie not showing up for game two, only dropping nine points. Not not a good look. Not a good look not at all. Not a good look at all. Um, and it allowed Giannis and uh, Chris Middleton for the Bucks to just completely dominate Go game ham. two. Go ham. Go ham. Yes, yes, without a doubt. It was, it I was mean, huge. I mean, Giannis got bullied. Giannis got bullied in, in – um, in in game one, Giannis was 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 getting destroyed in game one, but um, they came back and bounced back in game two. So it's going to be an interesting series. Who shows up? the the the, the series switches to um, Boston. Uh, was it tomorrow? So can't wait yes. to see that. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be huge. Boston. And the Bucks play game three uh, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh, the Denver Nuggets and Portland Trailblazers. I've been watching a lot of that. That series is tied up 1-1. Uh, Damian Lillard didn't have a great game, but C.J. McCollum did. Yes. Um, and is, uh, it, is it bad that I was going for Denver even though I named Damian Lillard Top 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 three in the in in my point guard. I don't remember who we picked in those series, but I'm pretty well, sure I, I definitely like, picked the Thunder to win the first series. <laughs> yeah, and they the lost. first series. So, yeah. so I didn't expect uh, <laughs> Portland to get that far. True, me either. Me either. I did not expect Portland to win without Nurkic, but uh, Ennis Cantor has been balling. Uh, and this series, I think it's a toss up between the the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. Yeah. So I honestly think that the Trailblazers can win. We'll see about that. The other series, Toronto and Sixers. That you are right. I, I initially thought the Sixers had no chance to get out of the second round, uh, but that looks like a really close fifty-fifty series. And I, I was, I was also wrong because I thought the the Raptors were going to run away with the East. They're not going to run away with the East because they're not going <laughs> to run away from the Seventy Sixers. Yep. The Seventy Sixers have finally figured out how to beat the Raptors. They beat the Raptors down in Game oh, Two. Oh, it was bad. They beat it the Raptors bad. down in Game Two. Now we just look, we just saw the score. They're beating the Raptors again by 11 points. Yep. In the third quarter, right now. So mm-hmm. this is this is this is uh, interesting to see um, if if the 76 can keep it together. Um, it's going to be interesting coming out because the Bucks. I don't think if if the if the Sixers can put it together, I don't even think the Bucks can beat them. I'm I, I and I picked the Bucks to win the East. I did. The Actually, Buc- no, no, no. I the picked, the Raptors. The, Raptors. I th- I picked Raptors. the Raptors to win yeah. the beat the East. Yeah, but I thought I thought the Bucks would would it would be the Bucks and the Raptors in the in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. which is not looking that way. No, it's definitely not looking that way. It's really going to be a toss up. I think even the Celtics going home to Boston can win another game or two. Yes. So, yeah, I, which to me is really exciting when you don't know who's going to win, who has the advantage. Exactly. So we we Unless may see my some team. some long yeah. series. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. You want your Celtics to win. I'm not a Celtics fan anymore. I'm a Thunder fan, but they're out. So, oh, actually, I'm, I said right. in, in the NBA, <laughs> exactly. In the NBA, it's not about the team; it's about the player. Yes. So, yeah, NFL, and it's about the team. I still think NFL is about the player too, but we won't go there. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've, I, you know, I love the Eagles, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my Eagles. 
But why? This was a great conversation that I heard the other day. Why do we put ourselves through the agony of cheering for one team and one team only? I mean, I, I cheer for a bunch of teams in the NFL. It's just that's my main team. That's like it's like it's like okay, kids, close your ears. It's like your main chick and then your side chick. <laughs> that's, that's 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 basically how it goes. Like my main chick is uh is Philadelphia, yeah. but I got a bunch of side chicks. I got I you know I like the, I like the Falcons. I like the Titans. Yeah, I but like, you you wouldn't go to a Falcons game unless they were playing Philly, right? No, I go to I go to a Falcons game if it was cheap. <laughs> oh, I, I ain't okay. going because gotcha. they got a new stadium and tickets are like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> 50 plus so i'm not doing that yeah and i you know me i only go if i could get good seats so <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey the tv is perfect we got vr and everything that's nowadays. what i'm saying i get to see everything and replay yes. see all the all the play this is what this is what me and uh shout out to randy horton he's uh he's guy that uh i work with uh randy. shout him out but um he, we we were talking about uh going to a, a football game and a lot of a lot of what he was saying is like, man, you can get some some decent seats and you can see a lot of stuff. I like, I want to be able to see the ball in mid flight and it's in its in its RPM and its rotation. Yes, if be I can't to, see the laces, I, exactly, a problem. If I can't see that ball like rotating in the air from all the way back on on and uh, and and row L or section L row. 55 all the way at the top. <laughs> if I can't see that, I don't want to go to the game. Like, yes, I just, yes. I don't want to see it. I want to live, I want to sit in my comfy chair with air conditioning and snacks all over with my favorite drink. And I want to just be a uh, non alcoholic beverage drink. Yes. Uh, and uh, be able to, to see all, every play that develops. That's what I want to do. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And now, with, again, with VR, virtual reality, bruh. It's like being there. Well, it really is like we need to invest there. in that. Well, I, I watched one game. I haven't watched any NBA playoffs yet, but I did watch one game uh, for the NCAA championship last year. Was it with Oculus? Yeah, it was Oculus. I did it with the Samsung Gear. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that type of technology is coming where you're going to be able to really get all access. Do I, don't, I don't know why you would go to the stadium and sit, you know, 100-plus feet away. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. It, it, did, did it? Does it work with uh, Apple as well? Uh, ooh, that's a good. That's a good point. Apple does not have that yet. Come on, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need Apple to step it up because you know, I uh, Samsung has wireless charging on phone, phone on phone, and now they have uh, VR. Yeah, uh, come on, man. You know, were cool. Man. You were cool, and now I mean, I can't even add somebody that's not a, doesn't have an Apple. Uh, uh, <laughs> iMessage, uh, iMessage. So this is this is this is getting crazy. Yeah, um, they definitely need to step up their game. But from one company that needs to step up their game to some NFL teams that did yes. step up their game. Yes, we've got an NFL draft wrap up. I, I want to do like at least the top ten, and then maybe some notables. All right, all right. So let's go uh, one through ten right now. Obviously, we mentioned that Kyler Murray was drafted number one by the Arizona Cardinals. That uh, transaction ended up uh, <laughs> uh, ended up with Josh. What was his name? Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yes. Josh Rosen going to the Dolphins because yes. they didn't need another quarterback. So sorry for Josh they're, Rosen. They're going to be sorry for that because, uh, uh, well, I don't think Josh Rosen was going to be there anyway because he's he lost his starting job and. That's just bad, but yeah, he had a classy exit video, which was really cool. But um, yeah, Kyler Murray is the guy that solidifies that he is the guy. He will be the starter in Arizona. 
And uh, congrats for him for being drafted overall number one. Uh, got number two here, Nick Bosa, your guy from Ohio State yes. University, the Ohio State University. He ended up, he ended up going to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he's going to be an edge rusher there, and I think that's going to be huge for them if they can get some sort of uh, defensive presence to go with hopefully a healthy Jimmy uh, Garoppolo next year. Yes. Coming off of injury. So, yep. Number three, we got Quinnen Williams uh, from Alabama. Uh, he ended up with the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Ooh. <laughs> So, yes, picked uh, number three overall. Quinnen is a 6'3", 303-pound defensive tackle. Uh, that is kind of the, the big boy. Aaron, Aaron Donald effect right there. He's uh, he's a big guy, and he's going to make uh, <laughs> make some uh, offensive linemen miserable this year. So that's good for the Jets so they can get some sort of defensive uh, uh, push up most, front. Most definitely. Uh, one of the head scratchers, one of the first head scratchers was uh, Cleland <laughs> – Farrell at number four. He's from Clemson. They're very good player, but the Raiders drafted him at number four. They've got some defensive holes, so it makes sense in some respects, but uh, a lot of people thought that he would still be on the board and they didn't have to take him at number four. They could have waited. What do you think? Uh, the Raiders, I think that that was a, a good pick, honestly, because the Raiders have zero pass rushers. Zero. They had yes. zero pass rushes last year. Now, I would have picked somebody else because they had so many other edge rushers that you could have picked out of all that. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, uh, I just, I just think, I just think it was a good concept to for them to have because they need that presence. They need that presence on the defensive line. That's going to uh, give them give them some shot to get at the quarterback. That's what they missed last year. That's why they what were four and uh, are four and twelve or six and something or whatever. Um, yeah, they had a horrible season. I think they won five, maybe five games. Honestly, with with the way they had their first round picks, I would have picked three defensive, three defensive, uh, three three defensive ends or three defensive players that are, are on the defensive line just just to bulk up that defensive line. It's not well, they also need linebackers, though, right? Because you get rid of your all-star or your all-pro in Khalil Mack. Well, you I mean, that's a... just stupid. They don't deserve another linebacker. Um, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not at all. But uh, I think it starts like it starts with the defensive line. It, it really does. Because if you can if you can protect your linebackers, then it's going to make your linebackers great. Like, but I, it just it just makes it it just makes it a little bit just a little bit more tangible for them to to get where they want to be this season because they need they they desperately needed a pass rush. Yeah. Cleveland Farrell, like I said, he was he's great. He's a great he was a great player at Clemson, but I just think there are so many other players that they could have gotten they could have gone for. I mean Brian Brian Burns went on or went off the board early. Yeah. Um uh the other guy on the other side uh, uh of Cleveland Farrell went off early. Um just, there was just so many other pass rushes that they could have gone for. I, yeah. I just, I just, I don't understand. It's a, it's an interesting. Ed pick. Oliver, not the, yeah, not the worst pick, but definitely an interesting pick. To, I think to draft him. Yes, that high. yes, I think the the Jets had the worst pick of all all time. But, well, <laughs> uh, not Jets, Giants. Giants. But yes, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get, to get that. there. Yeah. Uh, pretty good pick, uh, Devin White of LSU, inside linebacker, going to the Tampa Bay Bucks. 
Uh, he was definitely a highly rated recruit, and um, I, I think the Bucks, I their their linebacking core is not the greatest. Their defense was okay last year, um, but uh, it's, it's good to see. Well, they lost their well, they lost one of their best linebackers in Alexander. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's good to see that they're you know kind of filling that. The, yeah, yeah, filling that gap a yeah. bit. All right, do you want to take this or should I take this? This is the one that everybody is talking about. You want to go in? Because uh, we can go in. We, well, can, we can go in on right. it. First of all, I'll let, you, I'll let you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take, <laughs> take, take your first jab at it. The quarterback from Duke, Daniel Jones. <laughs> who? Daniel who? who? What? Where? <laughs> I, just, I just don't get this one at all. Apparently, Daniel Jones um, – was highly regarded by the Manning family who um, advised the uh, New York Giants front office when they decided to pick Daniel Jones, quarterback from Duke, 6'5", 221, number six overall. So you're going to listen to the Manning family. I know Eli got two rings, not from his own doing because of that defense <laughs> he was he was riding the coattails of that defense kind of like kind of like how Peyton Manning got a second one he didn't he didn't do anything to lose the game but he didn't win it and yep. so yep. um you're gonna listen to Manning family that have the, the, Eli has has led that team for the past what after the, his last Super Bowl in 2000 what was it 2008 was something around there yeah somewhere um around there. they have been bottom of the barrel in the, in the, in the NFC East for uh, a good 10 years. So you're going to listen to them and get Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. Now, I, I, all I'll say is this. He, he might be he might surprise us, and he might turn out to be a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I hope so. I really do hope I don't. so. I don't. He's Giants. in my division, so I really don't hope so <laughs> at all. I really hope he's a big bust like the rest of them. But – um. Yeah, I just, I just really said we, we were, you were there when we were, when we were looking at the uh, uh, last week when we were doing the draft, and yes, we saw that, and and my, we, our, our reaction was was live. I was like, really, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, who's like, really? Well, I mean, obviously the draft is huge, fifty three man rosters for NFL teams, so you don't know everybody's name, but Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. <laughs> of Duke, Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, this is a rough one. Uh, I don't know what that means for Eli. I think it means that Eli is staying for a while, which is not good for Giants fans. And <laughs> I hope so. It's good for us. Well, it's not good for Saquon Barkley's legs and body. Well, don't worry. I He's mean, going to request a trade. and uh, To the Browns. To, no. Yes. I love it. I love stop, it. You heard it first. It. Thank you, Hubert. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. We're going to give We're gonna give our left leg. Here in Philadelphia, uh, to, get to get Saquon. Saquon. Yes, I would trade almost everybody to get Saquon. I, w- I would my too. Team. Oh what? my goodness, you have no idea. You want Al- you want Zach Ertz? Of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I give up Zach Ertz. Uh, tie, good tie. It's like it's like you got to you got to you got to play your position in chess. Like yeah. like I can give up a knight, but I can't give up a I can't give up a rook. I can't give up a, a bishop because those are too important. Yeah. I give up a knight all day. I give up ten pawns. I give up. Uh, now actually, I could I could part ways with a bishop if I need to, but other than that, yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's weird that they um that they chose Daniel Jones and they're going to try to pair him with Saquon or or well, he probably won't even start. That's what it's that's what they're saying. 
We're saying Eli Manning is there for at least another three years. He's going to retire. Praise, and then it does, Giants are just going to be irrelevant for their forever. I think New York in general is the big loser in the NFL draft. And I hope that the city of New York at least gets Zion in the NBA draft. I disagree. This, this is absolutely horrible. I disagree. I think the Jets won. I think the Jets won majorly this year. The Jets made some the Jets made some really good moves that I I really was impressed with um going forward, especially that in, in the draft and the off season. Mm-hmm. So or in the in the in the free agency. So yeah, I think I think the Jets are gonna be are gonna be the dominant team in 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 New York going forward for now because they got their their quarterback yeah. uh out of out of USC. Um great great guy. He's very smart. Um they have then they get Le'Veon Bell too. And if Le'Veon Bell comes out and, and performs the way he's supposed to perform, yes, it, it's it's gonna be it's but, gonna be legit. I mean, they got uh, uh, Quinton Williams, defensive tackle. He's gonna be dominant. Yeah, I just I worry about Sam Darnold. That's all. I, everybody says that he's gonna be amazing. Just give him some time. But I just I don't I don't I know if it. I see it. He, he flashed. It. He flashed last year. He did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, he had a couple good games um, along the way, but uh, we'll see. You know, it's funny. I used to watch Jets games all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they were always on, but I used to watch. Uh, Did you watch CBS? Yeah, it was a bunch uh, of what, CBS. That was your problem. Yeah, it was a bunch of CBS. Never watched New CBS. York Jets. <laughs> and then I was a, and I was a huge fan of uh, uh, who's the guy that was on the Bucks, won a championship with the Bucks. Tiki Barber, Rondé, the wide receiver, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson. There we go. That's when I fell in love with football. Keyshawn Johnson w- watching the Jets. Almost every Sunday for some strange reason. And this was in Florida. And you're a Bengals fan. Yeah, I know. How did that work? <laughs> Again, I don't think that I should have to choose a team. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking come 2020, I may be teamless. Okay. I may be a free I'm, agent. I'm going to still be, be an Eagles agent. fan. I'm an Eagles fan for life. That's all I can say. I don't want to put myself through this misery anymore. Oh, so you're so you're going to be like one of these millennials out here. I am, I am going to be... Uh, 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 labelless. I'm not. I'm, I'm being unlabeled. <laughs> I'm being la- I'm, you're not gonna label me. You're not gonna hold me down as one person, as as one team person. I basically, I need a safe space <laughs> to watch my football <laughs> and not have to worry about being loyal to a team. Hey, I'm that just, is not loyal to me. All I'm Bengals. saying is, I do need a safe space to watch my team. I'm just being for real though. With my house, in the back of my house, yeah. But a TV, that's a safe space. Yeah, but it's a hostile environment with your Pittsburgh counterpart oh don't worry she 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 doesn't pay attention anyway so she just look up hey did pittsburgh win no oh okay cool and that's it (laughs) cool cool that's it cool 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 (laughs) (laughs) next oh man okay so uh finishing up the top 10 we got number seven josh allen of kentucky great pick uh not the quarterback right no it's the it's the uh outside linebacker yeah i mean there's so many joshes going around josh allen josh rosen I got really confused. Yeah, so there's a Josh Allen of the Bills. This is a Josh Allen outside linebacker from Kentucky. Yes. Um, man, uh, going to the Jags is going to be big. Uh, they're, hopefully they can get their defense back up to the level it was a couple of years ago. Because yes. I think that, uh, especially now with Nick Foles. That's going to be gr- that's gonna be big. big. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, it's going to be uh, a big deal. And number eight, we got T.J. Hawkinson from Iowa. I haven't watched much of Iowa's 
uh, tape, but I heard he's good things from him. Yeah, uh, going to the Lions, um, and he's he's a tight end that uh, hopefully will will give them a target for Matt Matt Stafford. I, Definitely. I, I just can't wait for Matt Stafford to leave Detroit. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, number nine, we've got Ed Oliver, the big DT who from I- Houston. 6'2", 287. This is who I wanted to be in Philadelphia. I was hoping that he would drop, but he was he, – he's they they call him uh, Aaron Donald 2.0. Uh, That's what they call nice, him. He's, nice. I mean, well, Aaron Donald is 2.0, so he's the he's – pre, he's pre-Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, basically what he he, is. he's a rookie, so we'll call him 1.2. 1. 1. 1.2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally, uh, number 10 – Devin Bush from Michigan great inside pick. linebacker. Great pick. This guy is incredibly uh, athletic. He's 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 an outstanding linebacker. Yes, absolutely. Going to the Pittsburgh Steelers and with uh, the news coming out that Ryan Shazier is out for another season. Uh, prayers for him as well yes. as he's recovering from that horrific injury that he suffered about, what, two years ago now? Yeah, about yeah. two years ago. So, uh, yeah. And the classy organization is still covering everything and still paying him. Uh so I, I I really applaud the Steelers for that uh, for that personally. Yes. So absolutely. So really quick, let's uh, look at how our teams did, and for our, as far as grades are concerned, uh, we're looking at NFL.com. Cincinnati day one, our grade was an A. We definitely got some good pickups. Uh, Jonah Williams, offensive tackle. Hopefully, he can protect our quarterback, if you can call him that, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Um, day two, not so good. We got a C plus. Day three, an A. Overall grade is a A minus. Our analysis says that, uh, you know, we needed uh, some people on the offensive line to help us out, and we got some. Um, we got somebody uh, for that that side from Alabama, and you know how Alabama works. You get anybody from their offensive or def- defensive line, you're good to go. False. At least that's how I see it. False. They can run. They can False. pass block. False. False. All, False. All lies. All lies. All lies. Because okay. I'm just I'm biased against I'm I'm biased against them. I, I can't stand them. You passed it. I I can't I can't stand them. So I'm not going to give them any credit. Okay. Give them any credit. So no, not at all. Alabama is a a non dynasty. Yes. Actually, I I love that Davo has beaten Alabama twice now. I'm sorry. Me too. I, I'm, That's I, huge. I'm all about it. About it. About it. So my Eagles. I love my Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Okay, no done here. Um, day one. Beautiful rendition. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, day one. We've got. We've we found finally found Jason Jason Peters heir to the heir apparent to the throne. Thank God. Andre Dillard, uh, out of Washington State, probably the best uh, pass protecting. Uh, tackles that that the that the uh the draft this year has and we we moved up to get him at number 22 i was very excited about miles sanders he's no saquon but he's he's like uh, uh just uh, just a half tier under saquon in ability but he's still a big guy he can be a three down back i'm just excited about the possibilities there um jj osega Whiteside, tall receiver very very tall great hands um they say he has deceptive speed. I don't know how that works, but um, <laughs> you either have speed or you don't. Like I, I just, that's how I feel about it. But 
That means um, you're you're slow, but technically you get up to speed eventually, right? I mean that that's just slow to me. Like <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I mean he just he's just slow until he can run. Like he can, I don't know, it's fun, it's whatever. He's not a quarter of a mile type of guy. Yeah, he's 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 a four hundred meter guy instead of a hundred meter guy. Yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have we got a bunch of Penn State people. Um, we are Penn State. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sharif Miller, the defensive end, outstanding motor, uh, very quick, very quick guy. Um, and also the Northwestern quarterback, uh, Clayton Th- Thorson. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how he develops uh, going forward. And unlike your team, my team got all A's for all three days and overall grade of an A. So, you know, that's the evil way. We 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 yeah. over, we over treat, we overachieve in our grades. Yes, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I I probably got a C in my 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 final today, so it is what it is. But you know, that's fine. No, don't put that out there. Speak it into existence. A plus plus. No, definitely a C. <laughs> <laughs> definitely well, a C. the saying is C's get degrees. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> With that, we'll get into a quick hot topic of the week. So, our hot topic of this week. There have been a lot of things going on in the NFL, in the NBA, excuse me. The NBA has been um, very eventful. Uh, The drama in it, the drama in the playoffs especially, have been amazing. But... The second round of the playoffs is where it's at. I'm talking about the Rockets and the Warriors. The two teams that I knew were going to face each other, I just wish they would face each other in the Western Conference Championship exactly, rather than in the second round of the playoffs. But yep. that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning we talked about how the Rockets and the Warriors, how Steph and Harden got hurt in the, in, in the game two. We're going to back up to game one. Game one was a game where the our officials got, I would say, hammered because they, of course, everybody and everybody in the league is going to complain about calls. We know this. Call play. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, it's bad, man. It's, it's, it's so bad. But after it's, every play, after but it's, every call, I, that's a little much. But some of it is also warranted as well. So I would say some of it's warranted. Some of it is. Some of it is not. Now, this what the Rockets have uh, were were, and I'm I'm actually going for the Rockets in this series, um, but what the Rockets were doing in this series was just despicable to me, just despicable, despicable, despicable. <laughs> um, James Harden, I need you to step in front of the congregation. We need to have a word with you mm. to borrow the colloquialism of uh, of the Breakfast Club. Uh, why are you? Instead of trying to make the shot, trying to get a foul at the three-point line. That's what got me. Ooh, that's a hard one to explain. That's that's what got that's me. That's a hard one to because explain. Because, yes, every time I, seen, I, I, I saw uh, these plays uh, repeated over and over, James Harden would jump, shoot the ball, and try to jump at least three or four feet ahead of him, ahead of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Kick his feet out to try to get the get the foul. Yes, 
most of these, most of those get most of those those shots. If he just shoot, if he would just shoot it the way he usually shoots it, Go he could make up. it. Yep. He would make it. Yep. But I don't know what what he was trying to do in this game, but he he wasn't getting the calls, which I would say eighty five to ninety percent of those were not calls in the first place. If anything, they're offensive fouls. Because why would <laughs> why why is it that you can jump three feet into my space and kick me in the shins? I'm sorry. That that is a, that's a that's a foul yeah. on offensive player. Yeah, there were definitely some questionable calls. I think Clay did foul him a couple of times in the beginning, but uh, uh, you can clearly see that they were crowding um, that he was trying to uh, draw the foul. Right, and not only James but Chris Paul as well. All of them, all of them are going for the, are going for the fouls instead of trying to trying to make the shot. Make your shots, you will win games. Yes. That's it. Yes. Don't worry about getting to the free throw line. Don't worry about patting the stats. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Play your game, and your game is up-tempo. You, you guys are one-on-one. You, 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 you play one-on-one uh, basketball very, very well. Just worry about making the shot. Don't worry about anything else. And in game two, they had a better shot of winning because they, were, they weren't – well, obviously James Harden got hurt, so that helped, that hurt them a, a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. After James Harden got hurt, uh, he came back into the game. He had 29 points, and on those on the shots that he met, that he took, he wasn't trying to kick out. He didn't he didn't do any of that foolishness. Yeah, he went he straight up and made buckets. Yes, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people. There's a whole article written about how um, people are saying that oh, you know, it's a part of the game. If you can try to draw a foul, you should. And I'm just like, no, like, let's be real about this. If you can make the shot, you should make the shot. Exactly. Plain and simple. I, I totally get strategy. You know, if you know somebody has five fouls and you want potentially to drive because you want to get that sixth foul on that person. Okay, I get that. That's but basketball I, IQ. Yeah, but at the same time, there's, there's a, a way to play the game where you're not just counting on the refs to do something. Exactly. You know? Or trying to count on your being annoying, like Patrick Beverly and how he plays defense and stuff like that. Exactly. I mean, it, at the end of the day, you skill always is going to win out. Like yes. trying trying to yes. have trying to dictate the game is is fine, but play your game while dictating the game. Don't 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 try to manipulate the refs into into bringing the momentum to your side because it's never going to work. Yeah. It's never going to work. Absolutely. When you rely on antics versus your actual skill, which James Harden, again, top 10 offensive player, very, very skilled. He doesn't need to do anything None but make it. shots. None of it. Just make buckets. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I mean, even – and this, and I know we go we go back and forth about, about the, uh, the officiating and everything like that. Um, I don't know what a foul is anymore. I'm just going to throw – I'm just going to throw my hands <laughs> – I don't even know what a foul is anymore because – in a lot of those situations, you would have a, a football or basketball a defender that's that's on the ball defending the, the defending the the person with the ball. That's on the what's on the ball means. Yeah, and they would just put their put their hand like on their hip or something, or put their forearm on the hip. That's a foul. But <laughs> as soon as you get underneath the basket and you push somebody in the back, that's not a foul. That's that's not that's not you're not gonna call that. Yeah, I it like again so, being a ref is one of the hardest jobs in I the mean, world. I mean, I feel like those are the easiest calls to make. If I'm on, if I'm in, if I am, if I'm on the baseline at that as that ref, and I see somebody going up for the shot, and you got your hip, you got the, your forearm in their hip as a defender. That's yeah. a foul. 
I'm sorry. That is a foul. If you're pushing him, yeah. if you're trying to push him out the way, that's a foul. This isn't a foul. Putting my hand on your hip is not a foul. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that is just me playing defense, making sure you know that I'm there. And then, I mean, but technically, you're not allowed to even touch players. Like, there's rules about how you can actually engage uh, a player. Like, you can hold your ground and you can lean on them a little bit, but not too much. Like, there's. It's just so weird when you get into a sport that's a non-contact sport. It's just really weird what you can, what you can and can't do. So basically, everything on the block is a foul. Then everything what, on the block is a. foul. That's what I'm saying. There are a ton of hand check rules, right? Where you can't put your hand on a player or stop their movement. So basically, everything in the post, right, is like could be called a foul. And I don't, it's I ridiculous. don't understand that because how are you going to stop them? You just, you just let them go. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you play defense at that point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the there were rule changes put in place to allow player movement. Well, I assume that in the post it's different, right? If somebody's posting you up, I guess you can put your arm in their back. But no, at what, no, no, at what no, point? It's, it's at the discretion of the uh, officials. Because when I was playing in, in high school, uh, different refs had different different officiating t- styles. Yeah. One ref was like, "You cannot, you cannot put your, you can't put your 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 forearm on their back." Which That's is one, ridiculous. One ref told uh, during throughout the game, he was like, "Don't put your, don't put your," and then he called it. He he would warn me three times. I keep doing it. Then he call it. Then he's like, "I told you, don't put your, don't put your hand down there." I was like, "Okay." The next the next game we had, I put my hand on their back. On their back. Yep. No calls. No no warnings. Nothing. Yes. It was just like you know that's good defense. Now if I hit them up at the shot, then that's obviously a foul. But yeah. You can you can you can push back as much as you want to. It just it just goes it just depends on the, the subjectivity of the ref. And that makes no sense to me. That's the problem, right? There needs to be some clarity there. There needs to be uh just what exactly I mean, you know, I haven't read the rule book. I should probably read the rule book. But what exactly is um a, a hand check that would be considered a foul, right? And what exactly is just something that is a part of the game, some sort of um some sort of contact in the post or something like that that would just be considered a part of the game. See, Again, the 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 term that's being thrown around now is where's the landing zone? Right. Right? Where does the player who's shooting a jump shot, like where can they land? And a jump shot is different than a floater. Right. Or a runner, right? Right. So it's kind of like Well, I oh, was never man. taught I was never taught to land 3 feet in front of me when I shot a jump shot. I was never taught that. No, you're now, I was, the towel drill, right? right? I will, I will, I will land maybe a couple, a couple inches in front of me. Like if that's the case, I land a couple inches. Even, even when you're, even when you're on a fast break, and a lot of these these basketball players, when they when they're coming coming down full full sprint, yeah, and they jump and and shoot the ball off of a full sprint, they don't land three feet in front of them. Yeah, you see Russell Westbrook do it a, a ton. I think it's one of his best shots that he'll pull up. On the, on the fast break, shoot a little two footer uh, near the foul line or something like right. that. Right, and so yeah, he basically stops on a dime and barely moves forward. Right, and it's like, uh, how is it that he can do that, but Harden can't do a simple up and down jump shot? Right, especially when you're stepping back. If I'm doing a step back, how am I well, flailing th- my legs and all yeah, of that? Yeah, the thing is, he's kicking his legs out. Yeah, that's the thing. You're kicking your legs out, trying to trying to create that, trying to get in the way of that space. And yes. like I said, that should honestly, if I've here's the, here's the example that I use. 
if I'm driving into the basket and I put my shoulder into your chest <laughs> and I'm and I knock you back, yes. that is ninety nine percent going to be called an offensive foul. Yes, because I can't create that contact. You have as much space, uh, as much right to that space as possible. So why is it if I'm shooting the ball outside a three point line, I jump into your space and kick you in the, in the shin? Why is that not an offensive foul? Yeah, yeah. Because you're I, you're I invading agree. his space. You are you are kicking him. <laughs> you are. It's basically the same the same concept. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I I absolutely agree with you. I think that there's some clear points. Uh, Chris Paul in the second half had a real egregious one. Um, but yeah, Clay Thompson really fouled James multiple no, times. No, there there are there are a lot there are a lot of uh, of fouls that that are to be had that haven't been called, and I agree with that. Some of them are are definite fouls. Yeah. Like yeah, there but, was one there. I don't know yeah. if that's a I don't know if that's a foul because that's, you know that's a weird one. That's a iffy one. Yeah, because he he I don't think he was really tr- he was he, he didn't have he didn't invade his space that much, um, especially when he turned his back to him. Yeah, when you turn your back like that, I feel like it's not. I mean, you could be coming forward, but. Yeah, looking at it, looking know. at it, that angle, that that would have been a foul because he did. He didn't ju- like he would have. He would have landed maybe a, a few inches in front of him. He stepped back. Yeah. And look, and he's, he's, still behind three, he's still behind the three-point line. Yeah. It wasn't too far. And that, Clay did take a uh, second right. step. That is a foul. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That is a foul. But the other, the other, the other ones that I've seen, that, uh, especially the ones with Draymond in the picture, uh, stuff like that, I do not agree with that. Those, the, well, they weren't called, so I agree with that. That so, aspect of it. So let me ask you this point: um, the NBA came out and said, "Yeah, the referees missed these calls, and they didn't. They, they had the right call for this particular play." Does that help anybody? No, because I think the the talk on Twitter. I was I was on Twitter on during game one. It was just like clearly James Harden is being fouled. The referees are all all about the Warriors. The NBA wants the Warriors to be able to win this series. It's unfair, so on and so forth. The same stuff that we hear all the time about the Patriots and the, the um, I guess the Lakers back in the day or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I I think the, the referees clearly have inserted themselves into the series. I think that it's bad for the NBA to say, oh, yeah, the refs made a mistake because it just fuels the fire and potentially fuels the narrative that the NBA actually wants a certain team to win and get to the NBA championship. What's your take on all of that? I, I, I just don't think that that NBA uh, referee report is helping. Yeah, it doesn't help. What What is it going to do? Is it going to – it's like it's like what what they what we talked about with the, with the Super Bowl. Uh, everybody yeah. went back and looked at that play and was like, oh, that's definitely a, a pass interference. Okay, what is that going to do now? They lost the game. Oh, yeah, the Saints. The, the Saints, Saints yeah, exactly. The, the championship. It doesn't matter what, how many reviews and how much you talk about it. They got robbed. They lost the game. Yeah, same it doesn't thing, help anybody. Right, the same thing here. The only the only difference between that and the NFL, NBA is the NBA can rescind, like, technical fouls. And yes. they've, they've done that with Draymond Green. They went back and they said, okay, we're going to rescind this technical foul. Although Draymond now has four again, right? <laughs> but it doesn't—it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, these 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 go back. All it does is it, it is it 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 keeps the NBA accountable, the the refs accountable. Okay, this we'll look look out for this next time. This doesn't have to be. This is the kind of thing that doesn't need to be publicized because at that point it's just like okay, we were right. Yes. Um, as as fans, we saw this and we were right, and it's just fueling the fire of all yeah. that all that stuff. We don't need that. 
let let the go behind closed doors um teaching teaching moment hey y'all missed this call next time when he when you see this kind of thing happening uh this is what you need to call blah 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 yeah because all this is just, all this is doing is just making players upset making making fans upset you're just gonna you're just taking away from the from the from the plot line of the actual the uh games that that are going on stuff yeah. like that so i mean it, it doesn't really do much for for the the public in general and it doesn't help that these teams are just the most whiniest teams. Every team Dray- is. Draymond Every whines team. like crazy. James Harden, Chris Paul, they whine like crazy. Chris Paul got thrown Steph. out of game one. Uh, uh, compared to oh, some people. Oh, Steph, Steph does wow. bark. Steph does bark. The only wow. person that I haven't really seen bark on that team, on the Warriors team, is, is Draymond. Or it's not Draymond. Uh, Durant. Kevin Durant. He doesn't really talk as much. He'll go. He'll go about his yeah, business. Yeah, but he gets thrown out more than Stephen Clay. I, I haven't seen him getting thrown out that much. He got thrown out a uh, game two of the Los Angeles Clippers game. That was a, that was once. <laughs> I mean, uh, that Draymond, was once. That was once. He Draymond got two technicals. has rub, rubbed off on KD. KD has had a rough couple of years with but the Warriors. I, I don't see him uh, on, a, on a nightly basis. I don't see him arguing with the refs. He may if there's a bad call, an egregious call, he will say something and get attacked. But he does not go down the down the court yelling at the refs like the rest of them do. He does not. Steph doesn't go down the court yelling at the refs, but he has his antics and his reactions is what gets him in trouble. Because he'll go he'll go there clapping and, and and do whatever, and the refs are just looking at him like, mm, you need to yeah, calm but they down. Don't, they don't tee him up. <laughs> See that's what that and I and I don't I don't think that we've talked about this. I don't think that that deserves a technical. If you're gonna if yeah. you if you're playing as hard as you can. And you and you get a, a bad call. Say you got a bad call, and you just let out that frustration. Why would I get a technical for letting out frustration? That doesn't make sense. I actually especially, saw that happen last night in the Denver series. Espe- yeah, especially especially if I'm if I'm like down the court and the and the and the ref is like on the side on the sideline. I'm at the baseline. Why would why would that ref tee me up if I'm my reaction to the crowd? Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, I saw yesterday Gary Harris from the Denver Nuggets actually um, uh, argued with a ref, cursed at a ref in his face twice, <laughs> and the ref actually had the poise and the the um, calmness to not tee him up because he really could have teed him up. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that refs actually um, swallow their whistle a little bit. They don't. They're not quick to tee people up, and like you said, let them express their anger, their right. frustration, their happiness, right. excitement. So on and so forth. Um, but most importantly, get the real calls on the floor right. Exactly. That's that's all I asked for. Cause, and th- there's been discussion that they're going to try and add a fourth ref uh, on the floor so they can get – especially yeah. especially look at these uh, these um, three-point three point plays. Just, just yeah. kind of just – Kind of mock because um, it started out with three, and it's hard to get every angle with three with three um, referees. And even the NFL instituted a uh, two more refs on the on the field uh. um, for 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 officiating last year, and so it just it just gives a, a more set of eyes, different angles, and I think I'm I'm all in favor for that. It'll, it'll make it more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely something that is a, a, a good change. We'll, we'll see. I, I just hate when the officials are inserted into the the equation, yeah. right, rightly or wrongly. Right. Um, so we'll, we'll see where all of this goes. Yeah. 
Uh, but with that, we will bid you adieu. We, uh, you can adieu email us. To you and you and you. Yes. Uh, you can email us, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, if you like the show. Um, hopefully you do. Hopefully. Or if you don't like it, please let us know what you would change, what you would like us to change. Constructive criticism is the best. It won't hurt our feelings at all. Not at all. Tweet at us. We are at ydkjpodcast on Twitter. And also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We are almost everywhere and working to uh, continue to spread. Yes. Spread to other platforms. Yes. That's where we would like to be. Uh, go ahead and visit the website, also ydkjpodcast.com, where we blog from time to time. Uh, anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. Yes. Refs, get the right calls. Please, <laughs> if you don't mind. This is You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one.